week's episode is brought to you by Support the Mountain's Herbal Parasite Cleanse. This formula targets the small and large intestinal tracts and larvae, the most broad-spectrum formula available today. 100% organic, formulated by Dr. Mikio Sanki, author of the Esoteric Acupuncture Series. For 10% off your first bottle, visit shopyogahub.com and use the coupon code CLEANSE at checkout. Hello and welcome to YHTV's Flowing Into Awareness with visionary and master intuitive Anatara. I'm Christina Suzuma, your host for this show. This is episode 40, Surfing with Words, Learn the Flow of Language, or the Language of Flow. <laughs> and with us today, of course, is our wonderful, beautiful Anatara. Hi, Christina. Hi, Anatara. <laughs> Let's play with our words today. Let's do that. And I like the way you changed it to the flow of language. I thought, oh, that's what I should have written. <laughs> <laughs> language of flow, flow of language. Over the language. It's all the same thing. And and boy, it just, oh, the flow. The uh, I've been listening more carefully than, than usual lately to what people say and how that is completely, it's like a replication of what their lives are like, or perhaps their lives are the replication of the language that they use. And, and I think that it's, it, it's, it goes both ways. It's a cycle. It's a circle. And, and, it's, and, and I, I, I attempt to be very aware of the words that I use. And I am, I am very conscious of the words that I use with clients, so as not to turn off or negate even something negative that they say to me, and at the same time to move it into a more flowing uh, way of, of expression, a more flowing way of, of talking about what one wants. You know, we, we, with, the, with the way we speak, we can turn ourselves off. We can shut down the people around us. We can shut down the events around us because of the heaviness or the lack of of vibrancy in the words we use about ourselves and in, in, in the way we think about things around us. So I was, I was on the, the west coast of Vancouver Island last weekend, and I was watching the surfers. And you must see a lot of them in Southern California as well. And, and I watched how they must be very spontaneous with the way the ocean presents itself to them and their bodies need to be flexible and flowing and and in the literally in the flow of what's coming so that the waves can be caught so that the waves can be ridden so that one can be stable on the surface of the water as the waves move, move underneath so in that in that stability that i'm talking about it's really st stability because one is moving and one is flowing. So if we start with body language and we start with the way we hold ourselves, um, the way we, we present ourselves, the way we choose to use our arms, our hands, our faces, our legs, that, that understanding of flow is reflective of the dialogue that we have inside our heads speaking about ourselves and is therefore um, representative of and expressive of the language we use to describe ourselves, the language we use to describe the, the events in our lives. So surfing with words, 
How can we surf instead of cutting ourselves off and putting ourselves in a place of limits, of dragging, and of and of being shut down? I I was thinking about I was thinking about people that have a story. We all have stories about ourselves. So thinking about the the stories that are are about hardship or the stories that are about something uncomfortable. And every time we repeat one of those stories, such as, oh, I'm just having a terrible day. You know, look at what happens to me when I say that. I become, you know, I, I fall down. I become heavy. Um, the part of me that could be up and vibrant and aware becomes heavy. It be, it's dragged out. I'm not surfing with myself. I'm not surfing with my words and I'm not surfing with my thoughts. The words are the final expression of what the body is doing and what the thoughts are doing. So learning about the language of flow, learning to flow with language, even when we're feeling debilitated or, or heavy or angry or sad, we can we can choose words that might say, you know, in this moment, there is a sadness here. Instead of saying, oh, I feel so sad. By noticing the sadness, noting this, noticing sadness with our words, it becomes an observation rather than an absolute. So if we're not going to be absolute with, with our words, we don't have to be absolute with how the body responds to it. We then are entering and maintaining a flow with what's going on, with sadness, let's say, without it having to become us, without our having to take it on. So I've suggested to a couple clients in the past week or so that they observe what they're saying to me and that they observe the story, the story that they're telling me about what's just happened to them or what, what someone said to them and, and see how they could rather flow with that. They could surf with that idea. Um, I, I said to one of them, so you're feeling, you're feeling that someone has done something wrong to you. What would it be like if you looked at that wrong and you decided to surf over it? You've decided that there was a wave that you could use to move through it. What would you then say about that, your upset? What would you then say about your anger? What would the, you then say about how you feel about that? And they said, well, if I can surf over something, or if I can surf around something, or even if I can dive under a big wave with my surfboard, then I am free of some of the, the penetration of the heaviness of what that might be. I said, aha, that's it. You got it. So I've been encouraging, you know, not just my clients, but everyone I know to, to watch what they're saying, watch what language they're using to describe what's going on for, for them, and to see if there's a way to surf that wave differently. It, it's almost like po posing a question to yourself. Is there a way that I could do this differently? Is there a way that I could look at this wave, which could be an obstacle, instead as something that I can flow with? I can flow over it. I could even flow through it if I want to. And by understanding that you have the choice to surf it in some way, you're not dragging yourself and your body and your thoughts and your, and your intentions into the heaviness of being knocked flat or held down by that wave. How does that feel to you? Oh, I love it.
<laughs> I love it, Anatara. Because, and, and funny that you use uh, the metaphor of a wave, um, mm -hmm. because many, many years ago when I was uh, uh, studying with a lot of the, the Hawaiian elders, um, mm -hmm. the, they've always said, be conscious of your words, be aware uh -huh. of your words. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we, we have as a society this, um, this way of stating, I am. I am sick. I am tired. I am happy. I am. I am. And the minute you use those words, I am, so it shall be. <laughs> well, you're locked into it then. You're locked exactly. into it, right? So this, this, the, the, your analogy of surfing it and or diving under it and coming back up without it completely flattening you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> is yeah. wonderful. It's wonderful and is very beautifully articulated the way you've done it. And and our words are powerful. <laughs> it's like, you know, when we get angry or when we get upset or uh, not only towards ourselves, but anyone else. And, and I've had children say, well, that person's not here right now. And I said, but energetically, you are putting that energy on another person. Oh, and so is true. that the energy you would like upon yourself? because of what goes around comes around that cycle of life that circle of life that continues to happen what goes around comes back around yep and when we're not surfing we maintain those those heavy elements of of everything oh yes it, we're, we're as you know we're locked in we can't get out of it yes it's it's it becomes a it becomes a a situation that is is managing us instead of us flowing with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing recently a lot of people who are sick. <laughs> and when they say, when they say I'm sick, or I have to go to the doctor, or I just got out of the hospital, or, or whatever it is, they are in usually saying I am a, um, not necessarily a victim, but I am a recipient of this. And when we can say there's a way to surf through this, there's a way to surf around it or over it or or be be a part of it from um, a flowing sort of, of vision. If we have a vision of it as something that's flowing and something that's moving, mm -hmm. then there is a place for us to move through it. And I, and I think that's the main the main reflection of this for all of us. There is always a way to move through something. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not subject to what it it is seemingly creating for us. And when we can transpose ourselves from being fixed and stuck within whatever it is to being on a surfboard that can float above or float under it, then we have elements of, of freedom within whatever is presented to us. It's a new way to look at freedom and, and not control, but the freedom of an ease mm -hmm. of working with almost anything that happens. Wonderful. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, uh, I'm, Right with you on that. I think so this is, you know, and it, and it is something that is, it's as it's a lifetime. It's a lifetime it commitment of being aware, and it's not something that you can do and it happens overnight. It incrementally it begins to unfold and incrementally. Exactly, and and I will say the power this time. The power of it is mm -hmm. that you can control how the situations in your life affect you. Absolutely. Just ask yourself, did I surf that wave well? Mm -hmm. How would I surf it another time? 
That's what right. would I do the next time that's a bit different? Wonderful. And Empowering how yourself. That's it. Empowering that's it. yourself. That's it. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Ooh, what a wonderful segment, uh, Anatara. Really lovely. And, and I think it's, um, in this case, it, it truly is. It's just to do. It's not even to think about it. It's just to do right. it. And One to word with, at a time. That's it. Start with the words. Notice what your dialogue is about things. Notice what you're literally saying about things. Yes. Yes. Lovely. Thank you so much, Anatara. Wonderful. It's a pleasure. And of course, we'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us in this new platform of education and information. We're grateful for your continuous support, and we look forward to hearing your feedback on how we can serve you better. You can connect with Anatara by following her on Twitter, at Anatara, and of course, through her own site, anatara.ca. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, your questions, your comments, um, please uh, write them on the screen and click submit. Or you can give us a call at 818-LET'S-TALK. 818-LET'S-TALK. Be sure to leave your contact information so that we can respond. And uh, again, we really invite your comments and questions. So until next time, we wish you all the best. Namaste. How Tibetan medicine talk about the origin or the cause or the source of human body is, human mind is. Because in school medicine you say where your body comes from, the zygote, the sperm, the ovum and all this thing. But when we trace and when we try to look into where your mind comes from, then you're lost. <laughs> so we tell them clearly, we tell them clearly how Tibetan medicine tells where you are born, how your physical body comes from the previous continent, 